Episode 63 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and we got a whole studio today. This is kind of cool. Over to the right of me is Eric, as usual. Hi. 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 <laughs> and then Rick is back after some long times. I've, I've, yeah, work stuff. Work stuff. Been gone. You Best been intro gone? ever, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is uh, technically tomorrow because this comes out on Thursday. So, uh, Woo! Happy Halloween to everyone. And then also across from me, we have Rick's lovely wife, Felicia. Hey. Hello. Welcome. Uh, she doesn't really know what she's getting into, but she'll find out in just a little bit here. Uh, so you've Let's been wor- talk about boobs. Boobs. No. So you've been working, Rick. Been what work. else have you been doing? It's been uh, a long time uh, since working, anybody's heard you. Working some more. But now you have new hours or something, too. So. I have switched jobs. So oh, now you switched jobs. I don't have to work overtime, and I don't have to work the same hours so i go to work at midnight now so i can make shows and things oh there we go so yeah. tuesdays we're gonna record good you'll tuesdays be on the show are recording days yes what a what a day so welcome back rick what about eric Thanks, what have you been up to uh just doing stuff and things you know stuff and things you find in a house i am oh and then you guys just found a house too that's exciting. We did. We just bought a house. Just bought a house. Yay. We we, we made the offer and they accepted. So when Sweet. are you guys moving in? December 14th, we're closing. Ooh. Yep. Well, that's exciting. Well, welcome to the show, Felicia. What Thanks. do you do? What do I do? Yeah. What? Do, why should you be on the show and know about music? Because <laughs> my husband does it. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> All right. That's a good enough reason for me. <laughs> well, Co- welcome. Coasting off of my achievements again. <laughs> All right, well, let's go into the weekly news as usual. Good idea. Good idea. All right, we got a few things this week. Uh, This year, the Pixies album Doolittle celebrates its 25th anniversary. To mark the occasion, the band has announced Pixies Doolittle 25, an expanded version of the nearly... Expanded version that nearly half of which has never been seen commercial release uh, comes out December 2nd in North America. It features 50 tracks, the original album, two Peel sessions, six B-sides, and the entire album's demos, and has seven bonus tracks as well. You can pre-order on the Pixies website. Oh, cool. That's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, last year, Jack White's Third Man record label partnered with Reverent to release the Rise and Fall of Paramount Records, Volume 1, 1917-1932, which compiled songs from the Paramount label, a Wisconsin company that issued early jazz and blues records. I did not know that was from Wisconsin. Me neither. I figured that was L.A. Uh, second volume will follow on November 18th. Uh, this one on October 28th. Uh, White will partic- partic- Oh, so like today? Is that today? The 28th? Yeah, that's today. Well, technically it's the 30th if you're listening to the show. But uh, White is going to participate in a roundtable discussion at Yale University entitled Exploring the Rise and Fall of Paramount Records. That'd be a fun little uh, discussion to go to. Yeah, but why has it got to be at, like, Yale? That doesn't sound like anything, like, Yale kids would care about, you know? It should be at, like, McNally Smith scene is right next to Wisconsin or something like that. Yeah, or it should be, like, on TV so I can watch (laughs) (laughs) Uh, an accident at a K-pop concert last week in Uh-oh. Sangnam, uh, suburb of Seoul, uh, resulted in the death of at least 16 people, according to the Associated Press. He took a kimchi. <laughs> the concert goers are standing on top of a ventilation grate that collapsed, and they fell nearly 20 meters into a parking lot below. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it reports 11 more were injured on top of that 16 that died. The concert had gathered a crowd from a, of about 700, and the artist performing at the time was... The uh, girl group four minute. Oh, wait, the four minute for kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dumb idea to stand on. Yeah, that's those. a really yeah, especially, idea. So that's like 20 some people there, like 27 people standing on top of a metal grate. I, I that's think. what you get. Nobody was like, wait. <laughs> they wanted to see four minute, okay? <laughs> 
Uh, Prince will perform on this week's episode of Saturday Night Live, marking his first appearance on the show since 2006. He'll uh, be breaking new ground, too. Traditionally, musical guests perform twice in the four-minute bursts, uh, once near midnight and once near the end of the show. Instead, Prince is going to perform eight minutes straight in the middle of the show without an encore. He'll be joined by his band Third Eye Girl. Yeah, Prince doesn't give a shit about rules. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um... Uh, in September last year, Jack White, the Decemberist, Colin Malloy, Connor Oberst, Patti Smith, Elvis Costello, and Joan Baez. Did you just say Elvis Costello? Yep. <laughs> and Joan Baez and others played a benefit concert at Tall Town Hall in New York in conjunction with the release of the Coen Brothers film Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, they performed music associated with the film, which is set in 1960s New York folk music scene alongside the members of the cast. Uh, it is finally going to be released, and we can all listen to it, and it sounds pretty good. The LP is the live LP is produced by the Coen Brothers and T Bone Burnett. T Bone, T Bone. Um, let's see what I got here. Jack Bruce, the Scottish bassist and vocalist best known for his tenor as the one third of the Power of Cream, has died. His website features a note from his family confirming his passing. According to the BBC, he died at his home in Suffolk. Uh, surrounded by his family, uh, the cause of death was his liver disease. He is nine. He was seventy-one years old. No, he's not, because he's. I dead. feel like he should be much older than seventy-one. Eh. How old is Eric Clapton? Probably about that too. Hmm. Yeah, probably yeah. about that. Uh, Sixteen people were taken to area hospitals during the Skrillex show in Chicago's Navy Pier on Saturday. Good. Uh, the event uh, was attended <laughs> by more than 10,000 people, according to Chicago's EMS source. A majority of the hospita- hospitalizations were due to overdoses. And then Good. Andrew Be- Bezos, Bezos, the president of CrowdRx, the company that oversaw medical safety for the show, told NBC that majority it was all for alcohol poisoning. So... Damn. I don't know. Oh, this is kind of fun. David Reese is the cartoonist most famous for the, his cartoon, Get Your War On. I've never seen it. I mean, no. Nope. He is also the creator of Aphex Swift. Yes, it's a mashup album that finally puts together the work of Aphex Twin and Taylor Swift. Oh, man, cool. Oh, man. This song. Scary songs about breaking up with your boyfriend. I got this one. It's uh, Starlight and Window Liquor. The song is called Starlight Liquor. Then here is T for T for Apple. When's it gonna go? Come to daddy. Come to daddy. I don't know if that one's on here. There's uh like ten of them. Everything has corn mouthed. Uh, why you gotta be so flim? To Cure the Walking McGraw, uh, Twinger Bib- Bibby 2, <laughs> you, belong, you Belong with Avril, and uh, We're Never Ever Getting Girl Boy Gather. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like those first two I played just because I feel it's pretty difficult to mash Taylor Swift <laughs> with Aphex Twin, and uh, for they that work? Starlight Liquor, that actually worked pretty well. So uh, <laughs> congratulations to you, uh, Mr. Reese. Guy. David Reese Guy. <laughs> and uh, lastly in the news, I have My Morning Jacket have shared a new cover of Woody Guthrie's iconic anthem, "The Land." This Land is Your Land. That uh, you can go listen to on Rolling Stone. It's part of the North Face campaign to protect and preserve and celebrate public lands. If you purchase a song on iTunes, half the proceeds will go to 21st Century Con- Conservation Service Corps. And here's uh, them singing that a little bit. Maybe. I can't hear anything. I don't hear anything. Yeah, I don't. All right. 
That's nope. a com- that's a communist song, by the way. So go uh, go download that and save our world, even though it's a communist song. It's a communist song. Uh, some new releases this week. Uh, Annie Lennox, Nostalgia, a collection of covers of her favorite songs from her youth. Ben Howard's I Forget Where We Were. Uh, Cold War Kids, Hold My Home. Primus, Primus and the Chocolate Factory with fung- Fungi Ensemble. It's their twisted take on the soundtrack of 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I heard about that. Uh, the Flaming Lips with a little help from my friends. It's actually spelled Fwens. Yeah, Fwens. <laughs> it pays homage to the Beatles, Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's, Lonely Hearts Club Band with guests like uh, My Morning Jacket and Miley Cyrus and Dr. Dog. And then Jerry Lee Lewis tries to run down Father Time with Rock and Roll Time featuring Keith, Keith Richards, Neil Young, Ron Wood, and Yusuf, a.k.a. Cat Stevens. Wait, Jerry Jerry Lee Lewis is still alive? Yep, oh, he I was he... just on David Letterman wow. last night too, and he was like the smallest looking man I've ever oh, yeah. seen. And he married his cousin when she was yep. like fourteen. He has to be eighty something. Oh, he's by gotta now. be, gotta be. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> he should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> he really should be. Who is this? Jerry Lee Lewis. Goodness gracious! On fire! Great yeah, balls I, I, on fire! I, know. I just didn't hear who it was. Let me see if I can find a little Primus clip for you because uh, it's pretty it's pretty whacked out compared. Well, it's, it's Primus. <laughs> it's yeah, be pretty whack. I mean, yeah, Winona's big brown That's beaver and whack. everything. And Gary was a race car driver. He drove so goddamn <laughs> fast. Never did capture that checkered flag, but he never did come in last. Would you like to hear Golden Ticket Candyman? Yes. Yeah, Which play one? It up. Candyman. Candyman. Okay. We'll play Golden Ticket. Too. Cause I got a Golden I think that just fits right with uh, <laughs> everything Halloween today too. So that's, that's I love yeah. you, Primus. Primus Prim- is good. Good shit. <laughs> oh dear. All right, Eric. Shall we go into your little segment here? Yes. Okay. Does that does that sound effect go with Halloween too? <laughs> a brontosaurus, yeah, brontosaurus well, call. <laughs> yeah, I think so. In 1895, let me finish before you comment, <laughs> asshole. Jesus. 1895, Billboard published his debut issue as a monthly resume of all that is new, bright, and interesting on the boards. The new magazine was devoted to the interests of advertisers, poster printers, bill posters, advertising agents, and secretaries' affairs. It later began reporting on circuses, carnivals, vaudeville, and other forms of live entertainment before focusing... Focusing on motion pictures and later still the music industry. The cost of that initial publication was 10 cents or 90 cents a year. Hmm. In 1955, Billboard reviews Little Richard's Tutti Frutti and calls it cleverly styled novelty with nonsense words, rapid fire delivery. The record's hard driving sound and wild lyrics not only become a model for future Little Richard songs, but also for rock and roll itself. In 1958, communist East German leader, ooh, that guy is such a dick, uh, dubbed Elvis Presley as public enemy number one. An East German youth publication wrote the 23-year-old star Presley is no artist and enjoys only limited brain power. <laughs> That's a burn. What a, what a 50s burn. <laughs> you he has have, no brain power. You have limited no, brain he, power. He enjoys limited brain power. <laughs> yeah, you got him good, man. You got, got him good. Got him a real good one. 1968, the MC5 record live. Uh, uh, sorry. And uh, let's <laughs> start that whole one over. <laughs> 1968, the MC5 record live. God damn it. Skip it. Me out. Okay, tracks for their upcoming album at the Grand Ballroom in Detroit. The lyrics of the stage version of the single Kick Out the Jams are changed from Kick Out the Jams Brothers and Sisters to Kick Out the Jams Motherfuckers, <laughs> causing quite a stir among both teens and parents. Ooh. This is the first instance of the word fuck being on a live record. 
Nice. And now it's on the live radio. Now, yeah, now it's everywhere. I just said fuck like three times. <laughs> fuck. Wow, that's four. 1971, Dwayne Allman of the Allman Brothers band was killed when he lost control of, mo- of his motorcycle on Macon, Georgia Street while trying to swerve to avoid a tractor trailer. He was three weeks shy of his 25th birthday. In 1975, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody is released as a single. It would stay on the chart for 17 weeks, nine of them at number one, and would eventually go on to sell platinum. The song would be re-released in December 1991 after being featured in the movie Wayne's World and become a hit all over again. 1980, Mark David Chapman buys a five-shot 38 special for $169. A little over a week later, he uses it to kill John Lennon. I thought that was pretty cool because I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> You're terrible. 1983, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon marks its 491st week on the Billboard album chart, That's surpassing insane. the previous record holder, Johnny's Greatest Hits by Johnny Mathis. When it finally fell off the list in October of 1988, Dark Side of the Moon had been uh, had set a record of 741 weeks on the chart. That's insane. That's a long time. <laughs> a lot of weeks. Yep. And like, really, there aren't a lot of people who listen to Pink Floyd. Like, I don't know. Uh, I read a thing the other day that says one in four Americans have owned the Dark Side of the Moon album at one point. So that goes to show you. Money is a humongous song, too. Yeah. Time. And lastly, in 2010, former Culture Club vocalist Boy George stunned an audience in London after reportedly flying into a rage and tossing his drink on a woman who was talking during his show. Before emptying his glass on stage, George was heard shouting, Why don't you shut the fuck up, you rude cunt? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Boy George, what the hell? He said gay. He's, yes. All right. And that's it. Okay. Into the weekly theme. What is like i should have just changed the music this week just because it's <laughs> halloween week but not nah, we just kept it the same halloween porno music yeah mm-hmm. well the the fucking 64 bit or 8 bit 8 bit porno 8 bit porn music that's, that's, that's more 16 bit porno music <laughs> yes 16 bit porn well anyway the weekly theme this week is uh well we did scary songs like a few weeks ago but we figured it's halloween so we got to do something else so halloween related music halloween related music horror movie music anything that shouldn't you think could be in a horror movie the the chili willies the chili willies yes (laughs) the chili willies (laughs) nice one All right, I think I'm going to start it out because I think I have a pretty obvious one here. Uh, It would be the theme song from Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. So uh, here it is. Should have led psycho. off with the. Yeah, I can't whistle. But <laughs> talking about what can't. just happened? Yeah, that, like, uh, that last. I started it with that, that. Yeah, that that part of that song is awesome. That's a good song. Good song for it. <laughs> good good for, song for the, for the horror. Uh, uh, Rick, you want to go next? Sure. What's your first one? Uh. Uh. It's. That. Oh, Stray Light Run. <laughs> oh. Hands in the sky. It's kind of a creepy song. Okay. I say it's our YouTube video here. It has uh, 30 Days of Night in it. Was it in 30 Days of Night or something? I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? You don't know any history of the song? Well, it was, I heard it in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, here you go. Yeah. Hey, I heard this in Sons of Anarchy, too. It's a good one. Thank you. 
Somebody just murdered his voice there. Yeah, a little like, effect. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Trailer run. Anything else you have to say about it? I, I, it's just a creepy uh, sounding song. Haunting. Haunting. Sounding. Haunting. Haunting. Haunting vocal. Ooh. Hmm. All right. Eric, what do you got? Um, the first one that I picked is uh, a song by the band Screaming Trees. It's not necessarily like a scary song. I mean, it is <laughs> kind of creepy, but it captures that 90s grunge sound like perfectly, you know? It's just like dark and moody, and it always reminds me of like this time of the year. Does Carlos love that band? Screaming? No, he hates them. <laughs> no, he sounds like you would love them because they're screaming as they die. Yeah, that makes sense. Video's kind of scary too. They're in like a junkyard, like filming like a bunch of like ugly stuff. Nice. Right, cool. Well, there you go. I just stopped it right there. Okay. I didn't want to play the whole song lest we get kicked <laughs> off the air. Uh, my next one is from the House of a Thousand Corpses soundtrack. It's called uh, Scarecrow Attack. And uh, Rob Zombie did a good job scoring this uh, movie, I thought. And it's a pretty whacked out movie. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre for nowadays. So uh, here you go. Very ambient horror. Mm-hmm. Like you could play this for little kids, like while they're trick or treating. <laughs> All it needs is like creaky doors. But maybe don't let the kids watch the movie. Yeah, probably not. You can let them listen <laughs> well, to the soundtrack though, if, except you have to skip through some of the songs where they say like "fuck" and stuff. If they're not your kids, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick, what do you got? Uh, the next one is Dead Kennedys, and the name of the song is Halloween. Halloween? Seems fitting. I think so. It's a good one. It was a good choice. I was expecting that to keep going. I didn't expect <laughs> Amazon just cut me off there. Jeez. I was like, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eric, what do you got? Uh, the next one that I chose is from a band that is very much into the occult. It's got mentions of ring wraiths from the Lord of the Rings. You know, the scary guys in black with the swords that uh-huh. stab Frodo, and then uh-huh. Frodo almost dies, and they haunt his dreams. Oh, yeah. It's Led Zeppelin's Battle of Evermore. I love this song. Creepy. I probably could have picked a better starting spot. It's a dark night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The when, <laughs> it's like, whoa, scary. It's a witch. A witch. All right. <laughs> My uh, next one is the theme song from The Exorcist, Tubular Oh, Balls. no, dude, no. I didn't even realize <laughs> no. that these were, it was, this album is only two tracks and both the songs are like 
30 minutes long so it's a b a side and b side and it's just whoop put it on and it's like goes into this jazzy progressive type (laughs) really it's so it's that's the only part they just used in the movie was this part the scary part oh god i'm scared already (laughs) your mother sucks cocks in hell let jesus fuck you let jesus fuck you (laughs) what you've never seen the exorcist You should get onto that. Oh, really? Yeah, you should. When she fucking crawls down the stairs backwards, it's the the scariest, and then blood shoots out of her mouth. Oh, Oh. it's terrifying. It's about the girl who gets possessed by the devil, and then she spins her head around in a circle. True story, too. I guess I haven't seen it. You should see it. You should. Scary shit. It's a documentary? No. My dad let me watch it when I was like eight, and that was probably a big mistake. Yeah, when they re-released it in the theaters, my dad took me to it in the theaters. I was so scared. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's a horrifying, scary movie, man. Uh, all right, Rick. Uh, my next one is John Butler, Hand of the Almighty. I think it's a good one for kind of like one of the... They, there's a lot of horror movies that are kind of campy and yeah. funny. This would be good in a campy horror it, it movie. It would be good, yeah. Like Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason in 3D. No, I think it would have been great at the end of uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. I think that would have been a good movie for it. Yeah. All right. Oh, sinner, do not stray from the straight. Oh, it would have been perfect in that. Yeah, it would have. Or any of those, like, psycho redneck movies. If you approach the devil's den, Wrong turn. Turn round on Bill Sibbys. Bill Sibbys. Yeah. The original one. He'll fuck you up. Yes, God will fuck you up. If you dare to disobey his turn. He'll fuck you up. Don't you know he'll fuck you up? So you better do some praying while you can. The next, all right. The next verse is really funny. It's a, it's a funny song. Ah, oh, jeez. All right, Eric. The next one that I choose needs no introduction. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For the people that don't know what that was, they should shut the fuck up and stop listening to this show because that's the Misfits Halloween. <laughs> Jeez, we can't lose listeners here, okay? We just gain listeners. By oh, playing okay. That one. All right, all right. Know. So I should write that in our, our little description of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Halloween by the Misfits is in the show. Uh, my next one is Requiem for Soprano. It's one of the scariest songs ever written, I thought, because it's at the beginning of 2001 A Space Odyssey when, like, the thing, not the... No, it's not that, yeah. It's not that, but right after that, it's kind of like, you know how when an orchestra is getting ready and everything? Mm-hmm. Only this is, like, the choir people getting ready and they're saying, oh, over and over and over again. And it's at some weird, creepy part in the movie, so uh, here you go. <laughs> scary. And this is six minutes and 33 seconds long of them just doing this. Oh my god. This is the kind of music that they play if you go to hell. Like you're waiting in the line <laughs> to see Satan and it's like no, yeah, I was when I was uh, falling asleep one night. I was listening to the soundtrack, and then all of a sudden that song came on, and like I just played you where it starts to build up even louder because normally it starts out like oh, and then more people and more people and more people becomes that, and I just woke out of uh, like a dead sleep, just scared shitless, like oh my god, and I threw the speakers off my ears. That shit was scary. So Rick, that was your last one, right? Yeah, well, well now Felicia has one. Oh, Good. Really? Yes. So, Felicia, what did you choose? The Jeepers Creepers theme song. 
the theme song, or are you just talking about the the main song, Jeepers Creepers? Look at those peepers. Yeah. Okay, that song. Funny, creepy song. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I think this is the one. It is on the Jeepers Creepers soundtrack, and I don't know who made the original Jeepers Creepers song. There's like four or five different people that did it, but this one's uh, Paul Whiteman and his Swing Wing. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Swing wing. Guys, y'all get up. How'd they get so lit up? Guys, y'all get up. How'd they get that size? Just in the movie, what they show along with this when song is no Yeah, the, the skin hanging there with no oh. eyes in it. <laughs> Got to put my teeters on. Jeepers Creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? Oh, those weepers. How they hypnotize <laughs> good choice, good choice. That is a very creepy song. It's even creepier with like the record popping and stuff in the background. Oh yeah, it's pretty scary. And Eric, what's your last one? Wait, my last one? Yeah, I have like five more. We only chose five. You already played four. Um, the last one I picked is is the one that I picked from a movie, and it's um from Pet Cemetery, <laughs> and this is the theme, the ending theme by the Ramones called. Mm. Well, Pet Cemetery. I guess you probably do have one more. Oh my god, I haven't heard this in a long time. God, I watched that movie all the time when I was little, and that song's just like stuck in my head, and I forgot all about that. It's a great tune. I mean, (laughs) it's not necessarily like very scary, but I well, I guess it's scary for the Ramones because they weren't, you know, anywhere. They don't want to be, but he doesn't want to, you know, live his life again. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I thought about that one too. Did you? I came up with another one. Okay. Well, uh, we my final one. one is Nightmare on Elm Street theme song. It's a good call. <gasps> which always scared the shit out of me when I was a little boy. So, uh, here you go. <gasps> and then the whole one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Don't remind me. Three, four, you better <laughs> lock your door. There's no locks on the door. Five, six, grab a crucifix. I'm an atheist. <laughs> Seven, eight, gotta stay up late. I'm tired. Nine, <laughs> ten, never sleep again. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, Rick, what you got? <laughs> that was a good little impromptu. <laughs> yeah, it was. There we are going. <laughs> uh, motionless and white. Uh, I know what song you're going to pick, I think. You do? Yeah. It's called Immaculate Misconception. Yeah, I think you played that one for me before. And it's is it, pretty creepy. It's it's hardcore. Will I will I find the song you just gave me? Will you uh, tell us about it? Yeah. It, it's a... Dude's like, like... He looks like Marilyn Manson. Okay. It's creepy looking. It's really, really heavy hardcore. You may want to turn down the volume a little bit because it's loud. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, we got a commercial. Ah, uh, yeah, they do that. I've never known what these guys sound like. I see them in my AP every time I get it. Supposedly, that video features Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. It does. I didn't get to that part. 
And uh, Eric, you got one more? The last one that I chose is a very creepy song, and what I can only assume is either about A, being molested, or B, <laughs> drug addiction. Uh, it's Lullaby by The Cure. Ah, oh, nice. This would be a horror movie. This would be, this song is a horror movie itself. wanted to challenge his wife to a uh, a, a, quiz, a quiz a music quiz because he claims you don't know anything about music <laughs> not nothing just almost nothing well so you have to prove your husband wrong here okay yeah. i do play the saxophone and i have Ooh. is there a wager on the line here or anything or no or <laughs> want to wager something what <laughs> want to wager <laughs> like if i win you give me something yeah yeah how about like chocolate? I said I wanted chocolate earlier. Okay. I'll give you some chocolate if you win. <laughs> if you answer at least one question correctly, you get you a You gotta answer kiss. three. Okay. Three correct. Ooh, I think she can do that. She'll, she'll be able to do that. I think so too. Because we had a lot of them. Maybe five. Five. Four. Four. Okay, four. She needs to answer four correct. All right, would, I don't, I, I'll, I'll buy her chocolate. Would you, yeah. <laughs> would you like she's to gotta, she's start it off, sir? Minus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll start off. First question. What famous musician was in Guns N' Roses and now in Velvet Revolver? I don't know. He's you a guitarist? Oh my gosh, come on. You didn't start that off very easy. He's a guitarist? <laughs> Where's a top hat? What happens? And if, he has one, he, his name is one word. If, yeah. if somebody takes a knife and it goes like that and, and cuts you, it does that. It, it makes that thing to you. Slasher? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> she got name? it right. No, no it's slash. not slash. slash. No, that's not, that is not correct. No, that's not correct. Oh, we got a lot of questions here. It's okay if she gets some wrong. Okay. She just has to get three to four right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the music composed for a movie called? I know this. It's an instrumental, um, but... The accompaniment or mm, Nope. No? Matt said it earlier. Yep. <sighs> and he also gave away another one, too. <laughs> um, it depends on if she was listening to the show. <laughs> but she wasn't, because nobody does. <laughs> to give up. Not the soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack would be like uh, what you buy what with various artists on it. Starts with an S. It does. It's what I did with Rick's mom last night. <laughs> uh, man, I feel like it's on the top of my tongue. Beep. It's a score. Score. See, see. I was trying to think back to band, <laughs> and we would do those all the time. All right, go? next. Who wrote Hey Jude, Hard Day's Night, and Yellow Submarine? I've never heard of it. <laughs> They're three songs. Oh, Never heard of any of them. Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. I feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nope, it's the Beatles. Mm. And uh, who wrote Don't Stop Believing? I've heard the song. Oh, yeah, you know this song. Don't for sure. stop believing. Hold on to the faith in your hand. Mm. You're going on a long trip. You are taking a blank. <laughs> <laughs> Starts with a Train. J. No. Bl blank, <laughs> like, blank to the center of the earth. Ooh, journey. Ah, ah she got ring it. that bell, <laughs> sir. Ring, ring that bell. bell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you got a question? Yeah, I got a question. Uh, Van Morrison's hit song. What is? What color is the girl's eyes? 
Brown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got tangled up in the cord. Uh, Steven Tyler. Do you know him? I've he is him. now on American Idol, but he is also the lead singer of oh, what band? Guy. Foreigner. No. 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 That's a good guess. Little, he's coming to Treasure Island, isn't he? No. No. no Foreigner is no. probably coming to Treasure Island, though. Yeah. The weird Foreigners. Fear. Say the question again. Steven Tyler. Who is now a, mer- a judge on American Idol is also the lead singer of what band? Um. They also did the theme song for Armageddon. Aerosmith. Yeah. 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 Eric. Uh, do I have another question? Yeah, I do. But the computer is being really stupid right now. Okay. Um. Hold on. This it's song. Amazing. Performed yeah. by Queen, had a huge revival in the movie Wayne's World, and now it is a staple at every karaoke. Did you listen to my my segment earlier? Because we did talk about it. Yes. Which was kind of funny. That was kind of funny to me too. Uh, I don't know the names of the song. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> That's one of their songs. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Give up. Well, I know a bunch of Queen songs, like all the lyrics, but I guess I don't know. Well, the sing, sing some of the, sing some lyrics from what you think it is. Ask the question again. It would Queen perform this song. It had a huge revival in the movie Wayne's World, where they're sitting singing it in their car. You know, it is also a staple at most karaoke bars. Oh, champion. Like we are the team. Nope. No. Nope. I don't know. It is Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah. And uh anything over there? <laughs> what band features the musicians The Edge and Bono? I don't know. You too. Duh. <laughs> Rick, do you know this one? Uh this singer has been in movies like The Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. and Fight Club. Okay. In Fight Club his name is Bob. Bob has bitch tits. And <laughs> that's what they actually say in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and had many hit songs like Bad Out of Hell, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, and I'd Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that. What are you asking? Who is the singer? Yes, I will I've told do you about this. It's something you eat for dinner sometimes, too. Interesting side note how he got his nickname. It's because his penis is very, very big. What? <laughs> Ew. Say the names of the I'm song. never going to get that. Uh, uh, Bad Out of Hell, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, and I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. I can picture those songs. You were going to make this food. Meatloaf. Woo! <laughs> And uh, my last one, this is a local, local artist. Who is the 60s folk rock singer born Robert Zimmerman from Duluth, Minnesota? Hmm. Ask the question one more time. Who is the 60s folk rock singer Robert Zimmerman from Duluth, Minnesota? I didn't know he was from Duluth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. He's from Duluth. That's why everybody's obsessed with him and Prince around here. Spent a lot of time on the Mississippi Riverbanks, strumming mm. along in his guitar in Minneapolis. He's like a Rolling Stone man. He's just yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Tambourine Man. Everything. Yep. Oh yeah. Knock it on heaven's door. He is. <laughs> yeah, yeah he definitely is yeah. now because he's about dead. <laughs> what is what was short for Robert? Bob. Yep. So his first name Bob. Don't say Marley. Say it. <laughs> Bob Saget. Ding that Ding bell. bell. Am Bob I right? Saget. No, it's Bob Is Dylan. It? Bob <laughs> I was going to say that. That's the guy from like Full House, right? Bob Saget. Saget. Is, yes. yeah. <laughs> it's not Bob Dylan. All right. Well, uh, I think she got more than three, right? She got four. She got four. Yeah, so yeah, you get right. to buy her chocolate. I'll do it. We need to ding the bell just a couple more times. Congratulations, Felicia. Winner, winner. Winner, winner. Dinner. Only 40%, but you know. Huh? Thanks. 40% on that <laughs> test. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, 
I was really there. digging uh, The Cure over there, so I think I'm going to play that one as our closure. And then don't forget to stay tuned after the credits because I have a little uh, public service announcement about trick-or-treating tomorrow for you to be careful. It's from 1977. Oh, good idea. It's well, hilarious. Good idea. I'll try and skip ahead in the song. Go past the minute mark. The minute mark, okay. tonight uh thank you for joining us on this week's episode of soundwave new shows are released every other thursday now we have changed this to a bi-weekly show and uh we hope to have rick on all the time now i should be here okay that'd be great uh the theme for the next show i think we should go back to our original plan for what it was 55 to 63 oh yeah 1955 to 1963 songs that came out that you like in that time period yeah, old I music. Can do that. You can do that. I can do that. You easy. can do that. You don't usually play many old songs over there, do you, Rick? I like Johnny Cash. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash. He can no, sing can it really well. You should have him. Ooh, okay. Do it. I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> Hi, I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on the Twitter at Blind Ninja under Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Saturday. Come join in the fun at blindindustries.com slash live. There are five other shows, including this one, available to stream on our website at uh, blindindustries.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave or other shows, you should help support us because this stuff is not cheap. At the bottom of Blind Ninja Studios, click on Patreon and sign up. It works kind of like a subscription donation service where you can pledge any amount you want, as low as a dollar. Hey, that's only like $12 a year. You can afford that. And it will help us tremendously. Uh, there is also a link to Amazon at the bottom of our page. And you could click on that link. It takes you right to the Amazon homepage. Do all your shopping. Check out like you usually do. And then after that goes through, we get a little commission from Amazon for sending you their way. So please shop through us. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindindustries.com. Or you can message us on Facebook. Uh, have a happy Halloween, everyone. Are you guys dressing up as anything? I am going to be a 20s gangster at work. Ooh. Yep. I can't. I'm a supervisor that night. Oh, what about during the day? You can dress up as something. Nah. I am going to wear orange and black, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eric? I'm going as the scariest thing I can think of at work. Yourself? <laughs> Burger King manager, man. <laughs> and then uh, I bought a Star Trek The Next Generation Commander's shirt on Amazon, so That's I am going to be that at Emma's. That's cute. And now... For your uh, safety for this Halloween, please stay tuned for this public service announcement from 1977. Halloween safety education film. No guitars. There's one magical, haunted evening each year when all the scary creatures come out to prowl through every neighborhood. But here's the scariest monster of all. Do you know why? This little witch doesn't know it, but she's taking some frightening chances of being hurt. Maybe badly hurt. Her costume is very, very dangerous. Can you see the things that make it dangerous? What about that mask? She can hardly see through those tiny holes for her eyes. If you were wearing that mask, here's what it would be like. You can see straight in front of you, but unless you happen to turn your head, you wouldn't see that car coming as you start to cross the street. You could be run over. And unless you look down, you can't see that you're coming to a curb. Ow, that hurts. It's bad enough to take a tumble on hard pavement. 
that it would be even worse to sprawl out on the street in front of a car coming. Now let's imagine that we're in that car. Can you see her clearly? Why not? What is there about her costume that makes it hard to see her? As the driver of a car or truck, you might not see her until it's too late. And that's really scary. Before we think about some ways that the little witch could see and be seen better, let's take another look at her costume. Whoops, down she goes again. It seems as if she's collecting more bumps and bruises than candy tonight. Let's see if we can help her, shall we? And by helping her, maybe you can learn some things that will help you stay safe at Halloween. First, we need to turn back the clock and start this whole evening over again. One of the problems with this costume is that it's too long. It's too easy to trip over a long, full skirt. So we can shorten the skirt. You should always shorten any skirt, pants, slacks, or cape that is too long or floppy. Now, the broom. That's a clumsy thing to carry, and it's something that you're likely to trip over in the dark. It's usually easy to shorten brooms or round off the sharp points of pirate swords and other costume parts that can trip you or scratch you. Cardboard brooms and swords are usually safer than wooden ones, but it's safest not to carry anything like that in the first place. Now, what else might we change on this costume to make it safer? What about that color? Remember how hard it was to see the little witch because of her dark costume on a dark night? We should always wear light, bright colors on the street at night so drivers can see us. What about this color? A white costume makes an unusual different kind of witch who's more likely to be safe on Halloween night. A good way to make any costume easier to see at night is to decorate it with reflective tape or reflective patches. Some costumes come with reflective material already attached to the cloth. Here's what it looks like to a car driver. It's easy to see, even on the darkest night. And while you're putting reflective tape on the costume, you should also add some of it to the bag or container you'll use to carry home your candy. Some special Halloween sacks are treated with reflective material when they're made. And it's a good idea to write your name, address, and phone number on the sack, just in case there is an accident. Now, how about the mask? Any problem with it? Do you remember how hard it was to see out through those little eye holes? To be safe at night, you have to be able to see clearly, as well as be seen. We can improve the mask by cutting larger holes to look out of. That's better, but there is an even safer way. You can simply not wear a mask. <laughs> oh, you think you need a mask to disguise yourself? Well, just watch what you can do. With a little help from your parents and some scraps of cloth or old clothes from around home. An eyebrow pencil, different colors of eyeshadow, rouge. Lipstick, an old mop or wig, some wax teeth, maybe some clay and food coloring, and a few other odds and ends. You'd be surprised what you can turn yourself into. Whether you buy a costume or design your own, be sure that it's made of flame-retardant material. That means material that won't catch on fire easily. Now our little witch has turned into a beautiful princess, and her new costume is much safer. But there are a few other things you should do before going out. 
first. Eat a big dinner. If you go trick-or-treating while you're hungry, you'll be tempted to sample some of your treats while you're out. And that's definitely not a good idea. Keep an eye on the clock. In many places, the police set the hours that you should trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat only within those times. Neighbors should be ready with treats for you. And drivers should be more careful to watch for you during those hours. Make sure you carry a flashlight when you go. The light will not only help you see where you're going in the dark, but it will also make it easier for others, including drivers, to see you. Always travel with a group, not alone. It's safer still to have a parent along to keep an eye on things. And of course, you should always walk. Riding a bicycle at night is always dangerous, but it's even more dangerous to try to ride in a costume at night. As you go from house to house, stay on the sidewalks as much as possible. If you have to walk in an area where there are no sidewalks, walk as far off the roadway as possible and face the traffic. That way you can see what's coming and get out of the way if you have to. Cross streets only at brightly lighted corners, not in the middle of the block and never between two parked cars. When you start across the street, cross quickly, but don't run and don't stop in the middle of the street for any reason. Stay in your own neighborhood when you're trick-or-treating. Your neighbors are probably hoping to see you in costume on Halloween. And it's safest to visit people you know. If you don't know the people very well, don't go into their homes. Most people enjoy having trick-or-treaters come to their doors. But there are a few people who will do things to hurt kids. They might put sharp or hard objects and candy in apples. Or they might put something on fruit or gum that could make you sick if you eat it. To be completely safe, save your treats until you get home. Then ask your parents to help you check them carefully to make sure that there's nothing in them or on them that could hurt you. The safest treats are usually candy or gum that come in their own wrappers from the factory. Fruit should be washed before you eat it. And all candy bars and fruit should be sliced so you can be certain that there is nothing hard or sharp inside that could hurt you. If you're not sure whether something is safe or not, don't take any chances. Throw it away. But let's get back to the fun part of Halloween with the princess and her friends. Almost everyone enjoys a good joke or riddle. What's your trick? What you guys eat for breakfast? What? Best testers. <laughs> what's, what's a wiener when you take out its inside? What? A Halloweener. <laughs> Where? In a blood bank. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, uh, However, some practical jokes and pranks aren't so funny. If you should break something, it wouldn't be very funny to the owners or to your parents, who might have to pay for it. So keep your jokes funny and harmless. That's some music in the background right there. Tonight has been a magical night. We saw a scary monster changed into a beautiful, happy, and safe little princess. How about you? Will you follow the lead of the little princess and have a safe and super Halloween this year. Will you, everyone? Will you? Thanks, Centron Productions, for that tips on Halloween safety. Happy Halloween, everyone. Thanks for downloading and listening. Blind Ninja Studios out.